Hello and welcome to this week's episode of In Relation To. Coming up, we will be discussing the rising conversations surrounding abortions and the implications of abortion bans for women. Just a reminder, everything mentioned in this episode are opinions and we here at In Relation To respect everyone's thoughts on this topic. We do not mean to demean or harm anyone's outlook. We are simply here to share outlook and information. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hello everybody. So today we will be having a very interesting conversation about in a nutshell what is now known on social media as pro life versus pro choice. But in the beginning I think I would just like to explain what these two terminologies mean in a layman's term. When we talk about pro life we're talking about people who may not necessarily support the practice of abortions and when we talk about pro choice we are talking about people who do support any and all kinds of practices of abortions. So we at in relation to are aware of the fact that this conversation regarding abortion laws and the recent strictness in abortion laws has been taking place for quite a while now because when we say recent restriction we mean it's been in the making for a couple of years now but we're addressing it right now because there's certain information that we feel like needs to be presented to our listeners so we we're, we're going to begin with certain statistics like the fact that in this year alone abortion bans have been introduced in 30 states that's a record high and when we look at information like this it means we need to take a step back and evaluate as we are progressing as humanity what is happening to our legislation and what is happening to a country that calls itself to be a liberal democracy when it takes actions such as that because these bans have passed in at least one legislative chamber chamber in seven states and they have been enacted in six out of those seven states but this is all not all bad there has also been some positive improvement when we look at um in terms of abortion laws but it is not all bad news there have also been a lot of improvement when we look at how certain states are reacting to there being stricter abortion laws or people trying to push forward stricter orthodox ideas surrounding abortion i mean if we look at the other information we can see that some 30 states and the district of columbia are considering measures that protect and expand access to abortion this is a direct contrast of the information that we presented to you just 30 seconds ago so this is sort of a message of hope to our listeners that it is not all lost uh, there is still hope and we really need to look up to states that are taking certain practices like this they are working towards laws that protect the right to an abortion since they already exist in 16 states as well as the district of columbia but certain states have even gone further Lawmakers in Vermont voted in February to move forward on an amendment to the state constitution that would guarantee the right to an abortion. Now, guaranteeing the right to something such as an abortion is not very consistent even when we look at a liberal democracy such as the United States of America. So that is definitely a very positive step, but I feel like there is not enough time and there is so much information that can be provided when we talk about the recent statements or the certain propagation of orthodox mentality that has been taking place in the last couple of years when we talk about abortion bans and laws but when we put the statistics aside we are forced to think about certain theory 
based ideas certain intangible abstract conversations that need to take place in order to understand that what do these numbers really mean when we look at the women who are de- deprived of these rights in real life i mean think let's think about it let's have this conversation what relation does abortion and the right to a female's body being hers hold i feel like if we talk about feminism or we talk about the recent rise in feminism or what is now known as the third wave of feminism we have to understand that abortion rights or just the matriarchal structure of society holds a very close bond to it because since the start of feminism since betty friedan and the feminine mystique a housewife and a mother and honestly a child bearer are the ultimate standards that every woman has been compared to her entire life so when we as feminists talk about how every woman has the right to her own body that is a direct extension of the fact that that woman also has a right to decide what she, whether she wants to carry a child in that body or if she does not want to moreover if we look at it from the basis of an analogy a lot of medical practices exist on this planet i feel like that's not something that i need to inform the listeners of we have millions and billions of medical practices and we come up with new practices every year every uh, month every minute right but the question is there are a lot of practices that exist that a lot of people would not indulge in or do not believe in while others do indulge in it or do believe in it that does not stop the very medical practice from existing i feel like we can apply the same logic when it comes to abortions even if a lot of people do not believe in it for whatever reasons it may be with all respect even if those reasons are religious ultimately it comes down to preference if someone prefers to go through with an abortion whereas someone does not that cannot stop the very medical practice from not existing or not being made available for the people who may need it and again i feel like the biggest thing that we need to think of when we talk about the recent rise in abortion bans and the recent strictness in abortion laws is that a large amount of people who we see passing these laws happen to be white privileged men predominantly at least so what does it mean when we allow them to have that power over women they know nothing about over no offense but an anatomy they probably know nothing about especially when this is a decision that does not just affect uh women who may be privileged we're talking about all kinds of women we're talking about women of color we're talking about women who come from all walks of life so what does it mean for them when ultimately it's these white privileged men who are making these decisions for them where do they get their power back and another uh, tangent that i feel like we need to look at it from is certain areas where there is a complete ban of abortion so now i'd like to give a trigger warning for mention of sexual abuse assault and rape now we know that there are certain states where there is a complete ban of abortion and of course a complete ban of abortion leaves women who were raped or sexually coerced into having a child or sexually assaulted stranded they have nowhere to go and nothing to do but i feel like it begs a much further question when we look at states that allow abortions only 
for women who have been physically or sexually assaulted or harmed because when we propagate that mindset we propagate the idea that ultimately a woman needs to be violated in order for her to get such a basic right uh, and this toxic mentality of a woman needing to be mentally abused physically abused emotionally abused for her to get the very basic rights of her life is something that we really need to move past and i don't think it's an ideology anybody believes in propagating or sharing anymore now i feel like while we talk about these things we also need to talk about like the benefits that allowing something such as abortion or giving it a liberal point of view has I mean I feel like if we talk about abortion it sort of goes hand in hand with sex education I feel like many times abortions can be prevented just by providing proper sex education to students um and also I feel like even with abortions existing the rate of abortions have fallen over the years the number of abortions fell by 196000 a 19% decline from abortions in 2011 to abortions in 2017 the abortion rate fell by 20% from 16.9 in 2011 to 13.5 in 2017 so with abortions existing if we're still seeing a fall in the number of abortions that are taking place then i really don't see the point of restricting such an activity i think now when we talk about like the end of our conversation i think i would just like to note that i have a very personal opinion emphasis on the very personal regarding the pro life versus pro choice conversation and i hope that my opinion does not offend any of our listeners or viewers this is simply what i believe in and this is simply how i view the world but i just think it's slightly unjust when people who may be pro life would rather respect and put ahead the wishes and desires of a fetus which may not be present in our physical world over the life and the basic rights of a woman who is existing in our physical world and i feel like if we really want humanity to progress forward then these are the orthodox ideas that we have to leave behind and move past so i definitely feel that the time to spread awareness and take action is now And yeah, that brings us to the end of our conversation and I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode of In Relation to and I hope to see you again soon. We would like to thank our podcast director Laila Redler, our editors in chief for the International Relations Review, Bridget Lang, and the Boston University International Affairs Organization. If you have any comments or questions, please feel free to reach out to us at inrelationto@buiaa.org.